ladies who match, not your average business clients. Dropping every other Wednesday, listen to Florida which is like throwing us off, I think, because Dakota and I normally record these on Fridays, but here we are on a like Saturday afternoon in the city of Calgary, and uh, we are actually just getting ready to jaunt out to do our Summer in the City series for a mission. So stay tuned for that on Instagram. But before we head out, we are going to talk about some like heavy business stuff today. It's never heavy business stuff. Super heavy. Super heavy. Anyway. What's happening on this weekend, Dakota? What is happening on this weekend? Well, um, honestly, not much. I'm working all of this weekend. What yeah. are you doing? That's what I'm doing too. As we just before we started uh, recording, each one of us were sort of talking about our some challenges we're having with some work and some clients recently. So, hence. That's leading us to do some weekend work because I have one particular client who is sort of sending me over the edge of sanity recently. So I don't think I'm having any issues. It's more just I'm I seem to be just freaking tired all the time. So for me, uh, yesterday I, I really wanted to bang out some stuff, um, but I literally at two o'clock was like, I need a nap. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, just kind of splitting it up because I'm a little overwhelmed this weekend. Um, we, I have one of my biggest events of the year coming up, uh, next weekend. So I'm mostly prepping and doing stuff for that. Um, but yeah, Alyssa, if you want to rant about some of your stuff, go for it. I just, I don't know if it's, I mean, I guess it's a rant, but I think people are legit batshit crazy. And I don't know if we, because we've sort of hit that dog days of summertime, like beginning of August and people maybe are either coming back from or going on holidays and, and their work is stressful. So they're sort of like rolling that onto their consultants. I don't know, but this summer I will say has been way more stress and sort of overwhelm than I would typically normally have through a summer. I like to sort of make my summers a little more livable and enjoyable, but for whatever reason, and I think somehow like it's been so hot this summer here that I think somehow that is affecting people. But yeah, I, I honestly just can't wait for this all to be over. And like, whether it's kids needing to be back in school or and parents are starting to lose it, I don't know, but my God, one of like, one of my clients in particular is just like, Driving a little bad. Cuckoo bananas. Oh, sorry to hear, dude. Anyway. Yeah, I, I'll admit that um, I've noticed, I think after two years of not knowing what the hell is going on and having to pivot a million and one times back home, back to the office, back home, back to the office, for some entrepreneurs out there, feast or famine, depending. I think we are, there's this like air of expectation this year to get back to it and to find normal, normal C, um, if that's the right word. And 
I think people are completely and utterly exhausted, burnt out, and are struggling to figure out what it is they want to do with their lives while also simultaneously trying to put food on the table. And I think that's where that batshit craziness comes from because people are just literally scrambling. Well, and it's interesting. I just had this conversation um, with, with a friend that everything is just so expensive and becoming more expensive that yeah. it just adds like, um, I mean, we can talk a little bit more about this as we get into our conversation about goals and stuff, but, and, and, and planning, but like my car insurance has gone up $50 a month. Oh my God. My house insurance has gone up $30 a month. My condo fees are now up another 5% this year. So I'm sitting at $300 a month in condo fees. Um, like car payments, groceries are expensive. Like, yeah. I mean, you can go, you can go to the grocery store and, and get the same box of Kleenex that has like 50 less Kleenexes, Kleenexes in it. Yeah. Because they're putting less yeah. in charging the same amount. Or like you look yeah. at soup that used to be a dollar fifty is now like over two dollars. And so everything is more expensive. Yeah. But yet as a consultant, and we I think we talked about this before. Yeah. Like God forbid we we raise our rates. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so it's like everybody's in this struggle of like trying to do less with more. And I think even from if you're if you're an employee with a with a company, maybe you had four people in your comms department and now there's two, but yet you're still doing the work of four people. And yeah, people are burnt out physically, emotionally, all of it. But yet there is this sort of expectation of, Oh no, everything's fine. Everything's back to normal, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, wait a minute. Um, there's still COVID. Oh, and now there's monkeypox. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it's, like, with that. It's, it's like, everything's a thing. Yeah. And people are just like, Oh, I can't like, there's no way to, to keep up anymore. And I think people have just sort of had it and um, it's all sort of manifesting now, at least I think so. But yeah, everything is just suddenly we're just expected to pay more, but get either the same or less than in return. Totally. I am the women in need society was in, was in need of some, some stuff the other day. And um, I, I myself have been like taking a pretty hard look at my spending habits just because I do think they need to get better regardless of what the market is doing. But in any event, um, I went to the store to pick up a few things because I can, which is privilege and that's great. And I want to help. But it was funny, like in the past, I probably would have been like, oh, these wonderful people who need things deserve like only the best. And I'm going to totally splurge on this particular body wash or cream or um, feminine hygiene product for them. But like, because I'm budgeting so hard lately, I was like going for the no-name brands and I actually almost felt kind of bad about it. I was like, well, I wish I could get them something exciting because I used to work in that industry or I used to work in that nonprofit world. And like when there was like cool bougie stuff, like you'd always kind of get like butterflies for the people that would get it, you know, like, oh, oh, you get to see this. Like when we used to work at that other organization, remember there was like brand name products instead of no-name products, like the girls would get excited. Um, But in any event, yeah, just looking at what you were spending your cash on. And I found myself the other day also thinking to myself how lucky I've been over the last forever to have the life that I've had. Um, 
And now I'm just more interested in cultivating savings and slush funds and and like making sure that I feel super, super secure. Kind of like what we were talking about on the last cast with the potential of giving up this office space that I've acquired above my house. Just thinking around like right now isn't the time to have access. It's the time to help others and and like cultivate um, sort of like a parachute fund for yourself. Yeah, I think there is something to be said about downsizing and it's interesting um i was with my mom last weekend and we went to market mall and did some shopping and and that and then being that we were over there neither one of us had been up to that new university district that that i thought children's hospital there sorry to anyone who's listening who's from calgary but this is like inside baseball um but that new university district is amazingly killer like there's a yeah it's great there's a movie theater in there like it's amazing and i was like you know what I might, I might just have hit that moment of my life where I'd like to downsize and I could see myself in a 600 square foot apartment, getting rid of a lot of my furniture and a lot of my stuff. Because even in my house now, which is not big, I live, I exist in the kitchen or my office slash den upstairs. Like I never utilize the dining room, living room on the main level, unless I have people over, which never happens now. I'm like, COVID world. But I'm like, why do I live in this space when I exist in like maybe a third of it? Yeah. And so it got me thinking, it's like, maybe, I mean, if I sell this place, um, I don't know if I'd want to buy again. Maybe I would just take that money and put it into TFSA or an RSP and, and rent. I don't know. But I just sort of had this moment of like, what am I doing? And when, when I was talking about all the, the, all of my fixed expenses that keep going up, um, I would love to be able to not have a car. Like, yeah. I mean, Calgary is a little hard not to have a car in, but like, honestly, like all these expenses that we just sort of exist because we think we have to have them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I would love to live in a place where I didn't have to have a car and a car payment and car insurance and blah, blah, blah. And the amount that we spend, because I mean, cars aren't a good investment anyway, but yeah. I think there is, I mean, maybe I'm just feeling old. Maybe I'm just feeling a little like nostalgic. I don't know, but Everything, it, I, I just feel that I'm surrounded with too much stuff and too many things and too much. Like I, I have four bags of clothes that have been in my garage forever because yeah. the place that I would donate them to has been closed for a lot of COVID. So it's been, they've been sitting there. So now it's like, I have to get those clothes out of my garage and, and donate it. But now I have more things that I've accumulated in that time. So it's like, I would probably have another four bags of clothes to add to that by the time I actually get them out right. to donate. So it's like, where does, like, why am I doing this? Totally. I think this is a good segue into sort of the conversation topic du jour of the day. Um, in the sense that one of the things you can do going into Q4, if you're feeling like Alyssa, is really look at where the world is going, <clears throat> the lessons we've learned over the last bit in how we're feeling about pricing going up and the security issue with that. And I know for myself, I've had a lot of anxiety over the last few months. I've just felt kind of insecure in a number of areas, but also I've gained a lot of confidence in sitting in that insecurity. Um, and yet I, I do truly think that decluttering and doing it in a way that supports other people is definitely a great step forward in simplifying your life. Um, and quick tidbit for everybody who's listening, including Alyssa, 
there is a wonderful Goodwill organization that I just found on Bow Trail in Calgary. Oh yeah. I take stuff there a lot. Yeah. And it's extremely simple. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the times when you're donating to wins or to, um, my, my best friend's closet or any of those organizations, they're looking for very specific stuff and it can be a bit of a pain in the butt. So consigning clothing, but this place I love because I literally brought a trunk full of crap to them the other day. And And you just put it in the bin. The only thing they don't take is mattresses. Yeah. So I get that you might want to be saving that stuff for the organization that you love, but Goodwill is just as fantastic. Yes. And this is the, this is the Canadian Goodwill. Yes. Like American Goodwill do not. They're yeah. terrible, but oh. Canadian Goodwill is good. Why? Yeah. American Goodwill, you can Google it. There's tons of um, issues issues with oh, that no. organization, but Canadian Goodwill is good. No, that, that one on Bow Trail is excellent because they have the, yeah. the, the, the lovely people outside with the bins and they're you just so like nice. dump it in. And yeah, so, I was shocked and they're open like all the time. Mm-hmm. I dropped it off on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, yeah. Cause so I was whole, sitting in my car. There's a whole discussion around consignment of clothes too. I am yeah. not a clothes consigner. Oh. It is way too much of a pain in the ass. They never give you proper value for the clothes. And I'm just like, I would rather somebody who, who deserves them get them then have them sit in the consignment and this is fair i'm just yeah i'm not a i mean i know people some people love yeah. it but i just find that the consign the, the process of consigning is not um i i just think it's i think it's terrible but anywho so one place though i will call out for being awesome is the clothing bar in Marta Loop. the yeah. reason i love them is because i do feel like i get value like i'll bring three bags in They'll only take what's in style, what's in season, which totally makes sense. And then they donate the rest to organizations like the ones we're talking about. Which is good. It's actually, I mean, the talking about the whole um, consignment thing. I've actually thought about what it would take to open a consignment because there is not enough consignment stores that provide, either take or provide plus size clothing. Like yeah. anything over a size 12 in the city is hard to find. Except for that one lady that we found that day. But yeah. Yeah, but she's But she's so small. new. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, what is what would it take to open a consignment shop that would deal with like... I really don't think it would take much. I mean, I think you'd have to start your brand and get a space and pay rent there and like figure all that out. But like, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Um, but anyway, that's really interesting, Alyssa. It's very interesting. But yeah, that's that's just sort of my tidbit for the day of like the yeah. consignment stores of Calgary need to do better with sizing over you. over size 12. There is another place too in Inglewood that we highlighted uh, the last time we were there on our summer series, Saturdays in the City, which again, you should go check out today because we will be dropping some new content today. Um, but it's called Change is Good. And I believe most of the profits for that place go to a nonprofit. Yeah, they're kind of a social enterprise, I think, yeah. where they, yeah. they reinvest, which is really cool, too. That's really cool. In any event, um, that would be my tidbit for going into Q4 is, is really looking at, like, what brings you happiness? What brings you, like, what gives you purpose? And then, like, calling everything that doesn't. Yeah, and I think um, it's a good time as kids start to go back to school. And, um, uh, sorry, behind the scenes... Our microphone sound system set up here is is it's not working. It's not working very well. So if there are issues, we're we're getting we're having issues with our system. So whatever. Yeah. Anywho, um, I always say that September first is really the beginning of the year. I always I never I always consider September one is kind of a new year. Kids go back to school. It's kind of a reset for your personal life and your business. And so now as 
we're heading into the end, mid to end of August. It's like, yeah, start like looking at your finances and whether it's business, personal or both and what things can you can start to get rid of? Um, what things can, do you not need? And are you like, I mean, women sometimes are our worst enemy too, because it's like, do we need to be getting our nails done every week? No, no. I Um, struggle with that a lot. Right. Like there are things that I know we do to make ourselves feel better. So it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to encourage people to get rid of those things, but can you go two weeks or can you try to do your own nails in the week between or whatever? Um, And now as we get into fall, it's like, you probably don't need a monthly pedicure um, like you do in the summer. Right. So things like that, that maybe seem like low hanging fruit, but it's also a good time to, to call your service service providers, like your internet or your cable or your utilities providers and be like, Hey, what can you offer me? Um, like yeah. those kind in of things of in terms of deals or in terms of new promos and blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. you never know. I mean, it just takes some time on the phone, which is, yes, is a pain, but honestly, we always seem to look at as business owners about getting more revenue in, which is important, but we're always like, Revenue, revenue, revenue. I need more clients. I need to get more money in. But sometimes we don't do en- do enough to look at the other side of the ledger of where we can actually save. And I think I've mentioned this in pods before, but um, like I didn't. There's a lot of software things that I have not renewed through COVID. Like I did not renew my Adobe Creative Suite for twenty US dollars a month because I don't use it often enough to make it worthwhile. I canceled my professional zoom account because that's another 10 to 15 dollars a month that like it's not necessary anymore um i mean there's things that you have to keep like your website and things like that but what other what other softwares or other things and apps are we paying for that maybe you don't need to yeah. right like taking a look at those kind of things that that maybe just come off your credit card without you noticing totally Absolutely. All of that is super relevant and you probably save a pretty decent chunk of change if you look into that stuff. Um, But yeah, of course, self-care is super important. So like if you do like getting your pedicure once a month or whatever, then that's great. But like, yeah, I mean, I I have so many friends who used to get extensions and lash extensions and Botox and like, holy shit, I look at that stuff and I'm like, I'd rather go on a trip. Right. Like who cares? Like embrace your naturalness. I used to do that too. I used to do Botox and I've never done lash extensions because they, uh, I don't know. They, they just hurt. They look like they hurt. They look like they're heavy. So they're like, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean like, all the power to you. If you love that shit. Hey, no, like we are no judgment. Dakota and I are not, um, like judging bitches. Well, and we're, we're not <laughs> under maintenance either. Like we, no. we know how to maintenance our ourselves, but oh, yeah. we also um, are being more responsible. I think than we used to be in terms of yeah. um, well, what we this, decided to do. You like going for dinner, right? Okay. So I went through this period when I was like having my fun single, newfound single time. Or I, I, I look back sometimes and I'm like, how did I bankroll my life? Because it wasn't bad by any stretch, but just like the amount of times I'd go for dinner during the month was like atrocious. And I'd like, I set a fun budget for myself every month. And I think for like one solid year, I consistently blew it and I would justify it every time. And future Dakota looks back at herself and says, or present Dakota looks back at herself and is like, 
kind of fucked present Dakota because he could have saved money. <laughs> but that being said, I had a great time and I experienced a lot of cool shit. And now like I really appreciate and I'm present in experiences like that. Whereas back then it was just like a regular day and I don't think I appreciated it. No, it's true. And I think I look back pre-COVID times into early COVID and I look at how much I was spending on skip the dishes and Uber Eats. Yes. And and working from home, it gets so easy Mm -hmm. to just like bring up your skip the dishes app. And it's like, Oh, I feel like this for lunch and all that stuff just needs to stop. Well, and how much joy does that really bring you? Right. Like, cause I also had a bit of an issue with, with that stuff for a while. And now I force myself to go cook and it forces me to take a break. Mm -hmm. gives me the opportunity to do something that I really love. Um, it gives me an opportunity to plan things, which I love doing on the weekends, like meals and stuff. It gives me an opportunity to utilize my garden. It just brings me so much more joy to cook. And when I order Skip the Dishes... Um, it's never good. Well, that and like, I feel like it's stressful. It so is. first of all, for, for myself, I feel shame. I feel shame about the packaging. Mm-hmm. I feel shame about the fact that I'm spending too much money on something that could have cost $10 less because of yeah. all the fucking fees. Yes. And then it gets here and it's either late, cold, not good. Sometimes it's good, but like most of the time, 75% of the time, there's something that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like a princess for being pissed off. And it's a whole shame spiral that I could have avoided by taking the 30 minutes I waited to cook. Yeah. And so that's how I rationalize not doing it anymore. Yes. I, I actually took all those apps off my phone and just yeah. made it, to make it less easy. That's just a tip I have in general because um, I find myself, I can get into a addiction spiral with social media too. Yeah. So I just take them off my phone. I took Facebook and yeah. all that off my phone. So I'm not tempted to be on it all the time because there are so many, like we're so addicted to our phones for various different reasons that I find mm-hmm. how much of my day is wasted um, on that. On, on stupid crap on my phone but yeah I think I just consider September 1st always a bit of a reset so taking a few weeks now before the kids go back to school to really figure out what you want for this for Q4 and as we head into the end of 2022 and mm-hmm. starting to look at, at, at planning into 2023 but um, reassessing money that you can be saving money that can be reallocated talking about I think this is another issue that that women in particular in particular are terrible about is talking about money. And I'm glad I'm glad that there's a lot more women entering the financial um, advice space now. I don't know if everybody is um, aware of Tori Dunlop and her podcast, The First Hundred K. It's great. She has a book out now. It's all about feminism, feminist investing, and feminist financial information. Talk telling women about talking to women about saving and investing and all that kind of stuff. Um, Bridget Casey is another one and she's local out of Edmonton. Um, that does great work in, in talking to women about investing and how they can, um, and what you need and that you need three month emergency funds and, and all those sorts of things. Cause I think, I think how the, how the patriarchy wins and has, has, has won for the past hundred billion years is that, the patriarchy makes women not talk about these things and therefore women feel isolated and vulnerable. And um, now that women are starting to make our own money and we need to start talking about that, talk about what you're making, um, talk about uh, like have, I mean, 
if you're going to have wine and charcuterie with your girlfriends, talk about money, talk about yeah. investing, talk about stocks, talk about all that kind of stuff. Because I mean, we're, we're human. We need support. And, and maybe people don't understand the difference between a TFSA and an RRSP and yeah. when you need to handle both. And is it better to, to handle your own investing or hire someone or any of those sorts of things? But seriously, ladies, like let's, yeah. Let's launch our ladies. Let's launch let's, ourselves. Let's launch ourselves, please. And let's evoke some inspiring conversations. And start talking about these things because um that's how you become independent and confident is yeah. is a knowing the money you're bringing in, how it's being spent, and how you can grow it. Absolutely. And that leads me to kind of my final comment on today's episode. Alyssa and I are going to be launching um a new season of guests uh mm-hmm. this fall. And we're having a conversation today about who we want to have on the show. So if you have anybody in that space that you uh, want to suggest for the show, DM us at ladies who launch pod at, or sorry, ladies who launch pod on Instagram or ladies who launch pod at gmail.com. Um, thanks so much guys. And we look forward to catching you next time. on ladies who launch. Thank you for listening to Ladies Who Launch. Join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode.